the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. And I have someone to share with you today. It's a true honor and privilege to have her on the show. Her name is Pamela Mutz, and she's from Lakeland, Florida. You are going to enjoy Pamela. She's been married for 45 years. She has, are you ready, 12 kids, 31 grandchildren. She's a mayor's wife, leader, and a woman of faith. Welcome to the show, Pamela. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm really feel privileged to be with you. Thank you. And that's an underestimation of your bio. You have you are such an incredible leader and do so many things for the Lord, for your family, and also for your community. Wow, way to go. Uh, and it's just a, a real honor to have you on the show today. But I don't know where you want to start, um, but we could talk about how you came to know the Lord. Okay. I was raised um, in a Christian home, which was really a privilege. And I always had a warm heart towards God, but it was turned 18, 19 years old. I had the opportunity to Israel. And I didn't understand the whole Arab-Israeli conflict, but my, the leader of our group said, oh, you will tomorrow when, when, we, when we go and you see the mosque and everything. And so as I was just confronted with all that I saw, I was amazed and how Jesus had fulfilled over 300 Bible prophecies concerning his, his birth, death, burial, and resurrection. Mm. And oh. it was at that point that I said, oh, my goodness, if Jesus could bring together that, and the chance of just 50 of those being fulfilled is a crazy number, like one in one quadrillion, then certainly he knows what's best for my life. And so it was really at that point that I surrendered my heart and my will to Jesus, and the next day when we went to the Jordan River, I chose to get baptized. And my oh. sister was like, why? You've already been infant baptized. And I said, yeah, I want to give all to Jesus. So I got rebaptized in the Jordan River. Oh, what a powerful story. I love Israel, and we're, we're actually taking uh, our church on a tour there this summer. What a wonderful testimony. That is so wonderful. Tell us, how do you keep this faith alive and growing and what would you encourage someone else to do to keep theirs growing? Well, I mentioned to you that I'm working on a book right now, and uh, it's it's a crazy title. Are you ready? Yeah. The 12 Things I Learned When I Quit Birth Control, The Power of a Surrendered Heart. <laughs> and, the 12 um, children that you <laughs> learned about. <laughs> yes. And so in my my story, I always say I was going one way and God like tapped me on on my shoulder and said, no, Pam, this way. Mm. And so what I would, how I would um, really say my life has been surrendering my heart to Jesus by saying yes. And so, you know, first I said yes to him as a child and when I was in Israel 
And I said yes to my husband when he wanted to marry me, and yeah. I didn't want to get married yet. <laughs> um, and yes to motherhood when I said, babies are ugly. They all look alike. Who wants one? And yes, um, I still love you, Jesus, even when our seven-month-old died. Mm. Um, and so many, many yeses, yeses to serving Jesus, whether it was Sunday school or starting the family life conference in Indianapolis or moving to Lakeland or when my husband wanted to run for mayor. And so I think surrender is what I would say as we surrender to Jesus, he outdreams our dreams. And it's incredible that you actually give him what could have been just a lackadaisical life or a life of joy and a life of surrender that really leads to an eternal perspective and is so full that um, I can just say that as I have grown, not year by year, but even word by word through building my relationship with Jesus, that has been the richest part of my life. That That is so good. You know, when you have 12 children, uh, is is the seven-month-old, is that part of the 12, or was it 13? Yes, yes. Part of the 12. Yes, and then my 13th, yes, and then I actually did have a 13th. That was my first miscarried. Mm, so mm-hmm. in my book, um, number 12 is our Emma girl who has Down syndrome. She just turned 24. And then my 13th was my first miscarried. Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, you, so you are part of family life, and that's, is that a Campus Crusade ministry? No, but I actually, after I graduated from college, I wanted to minister to students, and I went for training with Crew, okay. which is now Campus Crusade, which is now called Crew, and I went on staff for one year and worked with high school students in Indianapolis. I was born and raised in Colorado, but that ministry took me to Indiana, Indian, I always say in my book, Indian no place, but it actually <laughs> is an amazing place to raise a family, Yes, and uh, that's where my husband and I started dating and ended up getting married. Hmm. So that's just the beginning of that story. So you got married 45 years ago. Did you guys have any inkling that you would have 12 children? Oh my gosh. Are (laughs) you kidding me? When he first met me, if he would have ever said, I would have run. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I honestly had babysat once in my life. One time. Jennifer, I had no idea. Yeah. Even how you changed the diaper. I knew nothing. I actually raised horses growing up, and they were a lot safer than boys, and I really didn't care about boys. But God dropped this amazing man into my life, and he had God literally had to hit me over the head before I caught on. And uh, Bill even said to me, he said, Pam, um, would you, he said, he said, would you uh, consider marrying me? And I said, what? I said, well, it's definitely the wrong time in the wrong place, but I'll think about it. <laughs> and so that wasn't something that I was looking for. I wanted to serve Jesus. I wanted to be able to go overseas um, and and be a missionary. And so God brought that along later in my life. And that's one way I want to encourage women and say, you know what, even though you forget your dream, God doesn't. And I have seen him bring back so many dreams as I sacrificed in serving in the way God wanted me to. And so what my book's about really is as we surrender our heart to Jesus, he takes care of us better than we could have ever thought that we could have taken care of ourselves. You know, he really does. I wonder 
if 45 years of marriage along the way, did you say, okay, we've had six kids, that's enough, or eight kids? You know, the large family, those aren't as popular anymore. What are the benefits of keep continuing to say, yes, another one, another one? And what is the benefit of a large family? Maybe someone needs that encouragement today. Jennifer, I'm so glad you asked. Actually, I'm on that chapter right now. I just talked about the first, the the birth of our first four kids and really how God builds your capacity. It's kind of like blowing up a balloon. You think, oh, I can't go anymore. There's no way I can handle anymore. And actually, that's how God wants us, whether we have one child or 22. God wants us to say, I can't do this. I, I need the power of the Holy Spirit. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, he enables us to do far more than whatever we could ask or think. And so the chapter five, Embracing Stretch Marks, is about (laughs) building that capacity because we can only increase our capacity if God allows us to stretch, right? Mm -hmm. And so that happens through the small things, through those small yeses. And even when things are um, overwhelming us, thinking about, okay, what is important, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Jennifer, I'm not naturally super organized. I mean, yes, I like things neat and clean, but... My daughter, Kirsty, she has everything perfectly in place. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't me. But would we like to? Sure. But there's different points in time. There's different seasons in our life. And so as I came before the Lord and said, hey, Lord, you still want me. I mean, the Lord used scripture. So I have to say, even at four kids, I knew that God wanted me to trust him for what he was calling me to. Would you like me to tell you that story? Sure. We have uh, just a couple minutes left, if you can tell it quick. Okay. So I got on my knees, overwhelmed, and just going, okay, God. Well, this could have been when we had more kids, eight kids. But I had little ones at home, and I had some at school. And it was, I randomly opened my Bible to 1 Chronicles 28. And I just couldn't believe, I'm like, what does God have to say to me in 1 Chronicles? And it was crazy, because... Solomon was receiving instructions from David, from King David, his dad. Hmm. And he said, be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God, will help you in accomplishing the building of this temple. And that's where that personal God comes in. I knew that God was telling me that he was going to be with me through this journey of raising this family. Hmm. Isn't that beautiful? I love that scripture. You know, I'm assuming you're pro-life. Yes, ma'am. God <laughs> has given it. It is a gift from him. And so, you know, sometimes I'll meet a woman. She'll like, I'm sorry, I only have one child. I'm like, that is awesome. Because God has called each of us to a different surrender. You know, for you, it might be you surrendering to go to Africa for yeah. missions, to Kenya for mm-hmm. missions. To me, it was giving him my womb. To somebody else, it might be having some position that they, they wanted at work that they didn't get. I don't know. But that's what's so cool about a personal God. God speaks to each one of us about where he's calling us to surrender to him. Because he doesn't want us to have a half heart like Solomon. Mm. Oh, he wants no. us to have a whole he, heart yes. like David. He really does. He wants us to have a whole heart just like David. Well, that was Pamela Mutz and 
And I am so glad that she was with us today. You have been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And for more of the show or for the show notes, go to jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.